Hello, I'm Felicia Vereen, always known as Fee. Hey Fee, and I'm your girl Sharita 3, better known as Red. And, and we, we are Inspire Her, the Total Woman Podcast. A new podcast all about uplifting you. Yes. Because friends face it, you are awesome. We'll be chatting up about topics we love to talk about. All the things we as women must juggle every day and the issues we complain about. Who's listening? We'll chat about the struggle, the job, and about him. Mm. You know who we're talking about. That boo, husband, boyfriend, ex, whatever you're calling them today. Mm. Our lovely hellions. I mean, kids. Our angels. But seriously, friends, life happens, and we don't always get a chance to talk about it. We take it on the chin, and we keep it moving. Because that's what we were told to do. Yep. But here on Inspire Her, the Total Woman podcast with Red and Fee, we are the friends you love to hang out with. We are here to inspire her, the Total Woman. Yes. We are listening to part two of the No Host Bart episode, couples version. Join in. I was in I was in church one time and the pastor preached a message and the topic of that message was a open success but an inward failure. Explain that to me. Yeah, think about that. An open success but an inward failure. And what he what he what he brought at he he said everybody when we're when we're out we 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 kind of like you know how we are in the public we got our friends. We want our friends. We want our, our, our people that we work with. We want everybody to think that we're happy, that we're successful, that we got it all going on, that we're all good. But let me tell you something. If some, if, if that house, if that house and that relationship ain't right, if things are going on with your children and 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 you and your wife ain't getting along and 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 your finances is messed up and all this here stuff inside. We're really failing. We're really, we're really, you know, hurt, devastated, failing. But we got everybody else thinking that we're successful because we got, you know, money, cars, whatever, businesses, whatever. And when he broke that message down, it made me realize that, hey, that was me. That was me. You know, I wanted everybody to see me as that person. But at home, my relationship with my wife and my kids wasn't what it was supposed to be. And deep down inside, and believe it or not, I will say this, I will say this in, in dealing with my first marriage, that's a lot of things that drew me outside of the uh, of, of my marriage and, and, and caused me to basically uh, roam the streets or you know have an extra amount of relationship because I was unfulfilled at home, at home, it was it was it was devastating. You know, the go. It was almost sometimes where you you know you don't even want to go home. And so, we have to in the same energy that we put on wanting the the world to love us and see us successful and all this here stuff. We have to put that energy into our relationships with our wives and with our families because if not. All, all we are is an open success, but an inward failure. Mm-hmm. I like that, bro. I like that too. Yes, sir. I like that. I, that wasn't my mind. I wasn't, I wasn't a preacher that day, but I, I, I could, I could get it though. Now I could tell. I could preach it. <laughs> Deke Sweeney. That's it. You got anything to add to that? 
Look at her. Look at her. <laughs> See, that's the therapist. That's the pressure. That's that. Hey, bro, that's that pressure, bro. <laughs> okay, so this is no holes barred session, right? right? And there's been a lot of nice questions that we've been asking tonight. Let's get into it. One of the questions that we have here, let's see. Did you all discuss your sexual needs in the beginning or even now? No, not at the beginning. Mm -mm. Do y'all think you need? My bad. <laughs> yes. I mean, we have as of now, but we didn't in the beginning, but we, we have. We don't talk about it. We just do it. Y'all just vibe like that. Yeah. So, you know. So, that, I'm sorry. So, that was one of the things that actually made us more closer than anything was because when we first met, that wasn't the conversation. You know, um, it just it just wasn't. We just actually just vibed off of each other and were friends and all. And it was it was quite a few months to the point, you know, one day he breaks out, hey, I ain't no I ain't no punk for real. I mean, I do like uh uh, uh. so <laughs> that was my clue that look you holding on, you holding off a little too long now. It's time to get busy, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, get but, it up. And then we just, that's just how we so we didn't talk yeah so we we didn't really talk about that we just been vibing naturally with it you know and if and if there's any issues with it we will talk about it but I mean that's that really I already had though pretty much because I had it was this that I was working on I I know once I got this the body was gonna follow you know what I mean? <laughs> hey but no that's pimpology right there I've heard that before. You got don't to. say that, bro. Please don't say that. I'm. I'm not. We're not, we're not his when he met me. His. Wait a minute. Hold on. So when I met him, right? Okay. Okay. The, ring, the ringtone for his phone was "Pimping" by Jay Z. <laughs> okay. So. JP called. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I had to change that up. Some. No, you ain't pimping no more. And I, I tell him every now and then. You know. <laughs> And we know we go to the store. We want some, you know, see a little girl. Like, all right, I need you, need you to put your little pimp on something to smile. And he said, "Oh, now you pimping me." I was like, "Yeah, we can get a discount or something, you know." Oh! <laughs> yeah, she put me on the shoulder and then he was using what you, I get it, Candy. I get it. And yeah, we couldn't get a better rate on the rental car today because because uh, because Anita right there messing the flow up for Herman, man. <laughs> <laughs> Because we talked in another, um, in a singles um, episode, and they were talking about, you know, in a relationship, sometimes the relationship didn't work because other people didn't know what they needed. 
and instead of talking about it, they just moved on to the next. But when you get married, if that person, well, nine times out of 10, I would think that if that person is not giving you what you need, you're probably not going to go on to that next step of marrying. Probably. Well, you shouldn't. Yeah. That, that yeah. Or it's going to end up in a divorce pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. What if you have, you might have situations where there's a kid involved and people end up getting married and they stay together, but the sex may not be good. The communication may not be good, but they try to stay together for the sake of that kid. You know, both end up miserable. It, 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 it can happen. It can happen. You know, it happens all the, time. the only reason I say that is because sometimes in relationships, if there's communication, things get better, right? So that talk before you get married, you know, in some relationships, you might just, some things just happen. Wild night at the club, you come home and boom, it happened. We didn't talk about anything before it happened. It just happened, you know, but then later on in the relationship, there's that that communication. Hey, I like this or I like that, you know. So being being married, you know, I can say I know that it's important to have that conversation with your spouse so that you understand. You know what I'm saying? Because like Art was saying, you don't want uh, you don't want to be out looking just because you didn't know that you could talk to your spouse and tell them, hey, this is what I like, you know, things like that. But I, I think you gotta learn each other for one. Uh, you, uh, you know, as time going, you'll learn each other. But I, most importantly, you gotta have good sexual chemistry. Like the chemistry has to be there um, before anything. You know what I mean? You know, you could try this, you could try that. But if you don't have good sexual chemistry, no matter what you do, I don't think it's gonna, you know, pan out to be as good as it should be anyway. You, you talk about you talk about that animal attraction. Right, you know, you just gotta have that good sexual chemistry, you know. And I think, you know, like Sean said, you know, I think a lot of the chemistry started in the mind, you know what I mean? Yeah. Between the two of you, you know what I mean? So then that sexual chemistry going, you you just turned on because you're attracted to that person's mind or what they how they might look at you, something they might say to you. Right. And then you might be willing to do something you probably never thought you even would do. <laughs> because the chemistry good, you know what I mean? Like what? What you talking about? Like what? <laughs> Look, All right, so y'all hear that now. So yeah, I heard it. Heard it. Heard it. Somebody better stretch. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get your knee balance right. <laughs> Get the right. Anybody else want to ask my question? I just I try to bring a little, uh, you know, I do a, I, I play around a lot, so I, I'm you know I'm a jokester and stuff like that. So I give my wife hints. Now she take it too long. Now I asked her straight up. I like, hey, when am I get that conjugal visit? <laughs> Feel like I'm in prison. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, you got me locked up right now. I mean. <laughs> I'm with me. I go hard with man. Yeah. Hey, yo. Put that off, man. Before you even get in the bedroom, you got to have that foreplay outside of the bedroom. It don't always happen inside the bedroom. That's true. Yeah, see, but I'm I'm messing with my wife all the time, every day. I mean, I ain't going to lie. You know, so. Let me 
right. when it gets to that level where it's got to get serious, you know, you, you should know by now, though, signs, you know, that, you know, your, your, your mate is ready. I mean, or, or interested <laughs> you know? or something, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you, not, you know. Yeah, you know that little look. You know when they ain't ready too. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you know, we had this discussion. We had this discussion when we was in Cabo, Mexico. We had a very good discussion. We had three couples there, and we had a very, very uh, discussion because women go through a lot of different things, and you know, just not being being a selfish person, you have to understand the fact that. Women do go through things. They're not gonna be ready like us all the time. No, there's some women that I mean, well, not not all, but <laughs> but you know, you know when your wife is going through different things, but the most important thing in there is she gotta communicate that with you. I mean, because if not, we're gonna start feeling like, hey, we're being rejected. You know, like hey, she don't wanna be with me. And so when you start feeling like that there, you don't know what's going on. Hey, tell me something. That's where the communication comes. Yeah, in. you gotta tell me something. I mean, you gotta tell them something. <laughs> yeah, y'all start to get in y'all feelings too. You know, yeah. I guess it works both ways. Sometimes he ain't in the mood either. So. <laughs> right. I, I think a lot, man. I I have so much on my mind. You know what I mean? I'm I'm just you know. Hey, give me a sign. It's on my zone. <laughs> Okay, I have a question. So, Art, right, you talked about um, what you told her child when y'all first met. So one of the questions here, if you had kids prior to the marriage, was it easy to blend the family? Okay, yeah, so that was difficult. And the only reason why is because of the other mates. As far as her and I was concerned, uh, because, they, so like I said, we got 10 children all together and so i knew she had children she knew i had children i had a whole bunch so i mean i'm like you know for her to step up to the plate like she does that's why that's why you know i made sure every day that she feels like she's a queen yeah. i try to i don't always succeed in that but at least i try but you have you have you have other people in that relationship that you may not want in that relationship because you know they have their fathers so you had to deal with issues there and we try to you know uh try to be cordial or whatever you know to to make things happen but you know in our in our relationship we had you know coming from both sides we had exes that wanted to intrude in that relationship and so you had to deal with that. But at the end of the day, like you said, my, my, my main focus was is to protect her, protect my family and see if that if, if her and I with our blended families was going to come together and build something. And we made it through a lot of hardship. And that's another reason why I have so much respect for her. She put up with more of my stuff than I did with hers. Uh, but, you know, we both had situations going on and. Um, and we just made it through there, you know, and that I think that kind of built our relationship too. that adversity and that conflict 
it let us it let us know at the beginning hey this girl got my back and and i have her back too and we're going to take you know if we got to fight against the outside world and deal with those issues then we're going to deal with them you know because they they you know the other the other uh parties didn't make it easy for us yeah. but we made it through it didn't make it easy at all i mean like i said we've been through some things but that's I look at that as the strength of our relationship because we've been through something. If you've never been through anything, then you might not know what I'm talking about. But we've been through some things, so yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Anybody understand? Same here. Yeah. Same here. Pretty much the same situation. Yeah. Oh my lord. Might be a little deeper though. Did you knock anybody out? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, I was just thinking you that. Been yeah. Hey, no. hey, some situations got real. Look, and I'm gonna tell you something. I'm Miss Ellie's boy. I ain't no punk. Hey, <laughs> look. I I told y'all that I was married. My wife's ex husband sent his business cards to my home one day, and then came to the home to pick the business cards up. And I'm thinking to myself, what? you got some audacity to put your name on my address and then send your, your stuff to my house. So we had a conversation. Let's, let's just say that we had a conversation and I threw his business cards in the trash can and told him, don't, don't, don't send nothing else to this house with your name on it. So, I understand what y'all what y'all saying, man. Right. So for for us, as far as what uh, you know, I, I don't have any kids of my own, so you know, really wasn't nothing for Sharita to go through, and I didn't really go through anything with uh, you know, when I met her and you know her kids, you know, they was a little older. Jayla and Jalen was like fifteen at the time, and Rodney was you know grown. He was out of the house, um, so uh. It wasn't a, a fact of me having to deal with the baby daddy or anything like that. Um, all I can say is I, I, I deal with the, the the lack of the baby daddy. You know what I mean? I, I deal with, you know, the, the kids, you know, upset about the lack of the, the, the participation of their father being in their life. I, I, I dealt with that. Um, but it was it was pretty easy. You know, it was pretty easy when I met them. I mean, we just jailed and got along, you know, all three of her children. I got three different relationships with all three of them, you know what I mean? So um, it, it was pretty easy on my end, you know, for me. What, ha what happened with the Spragglies? Somebody got the fighting over there. <laughs> hey, he looked like a fighter. It probably was some restraining orders and some more stuff happened over there. No, nothing like that happened only because he thought about the kids first and how that would affect them. Yeah. And that, and I'm going to make that as simple as I can put it. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, you find out and it's so crazy because you find out the pettiness of people once they see you with somebody else and see you happy. happy. And not, only do you, not only do you see the pettiness, then you get, then you get the jealousy because of the relationship that that person have with the child, you know, it, it, you know, and then what we had to end, like Art said with him and Tasha, 
you know, we went through so many different things in this in this 18 years so far together that some things probably would have broke up other people, but it actually brought us closer together a lot. And I'm not gonna say that we didn't we weren't angry with each other for some time. I think in the 18 years, I think we broke up like one. I mean, we kind of like separated for one day, you know, but it was one of those things where we we we're so used to, you know, being together and working things out, then it just comes naturally, you know. Um, but yeah, we had the same issues, you know, as, as well. And you know, it all takes mature, you know, maturity and people growing up. And if you're being the mature one and other people aren't, you can always have that conflict. And if people, the, the main thing I always say, you won't have a conflict if you're thinking about the kids. If it's about the kids, then we shouldn't have a problem. And a lot of times it's never about the kids. It's about the grown people and their ignorance, you know. And, and I mean, that's just, I mean, just plain and simple. Because if you generally care about your kids, you shouldn't have a problem because you know every problem that the adults have, the kids are, are going to suffer behind it. You know, you think the kids don't pay attention to stuff. They notice a whole lot of stuff. You know, even with the grown kids now, we can have conversations with them, things we don't think that they saw or felt. They'll have a conversation and tell us, well, yeah, I remember this, this, and the third. And you feel kind of bad because at one point, you're like, darn, I didn't really mean for you to see that, you know. But you can't control other people's actions. The only thing you can do is control yourself and be the best person that you can be. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Hey, the only thing, the only thing that stopped me from snapping and going off, because that's that's the way I am. I mean, I can go from zero to a, a thousand, like my brother there. Um, but you know, I was in the military, I had a lot to lose. And so we were dealing with we were dealing with people that were in law enforcement, child protective services. I mean, these people were entrenched in there for years and when they would go to court or, or do whatever, we had to deal with the favoritism, you know, that everybody knows everybody, law enforcement and, and all this here stuff. And so we had we had to deal with a lot of that there. The thing that kept me grounded is number one, I always I always say to myself when people are set, are talking, a lot of times they're jealous, like she says, they're jealous of what you have now, that you're happy and and, 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 and they're going to try to do everything they can to destroy that or to tear that up. And like I said, that that drew me and her together. You know, as sometimes we're looking over there and I'm like, hey, let me answer that door, you know, because this is going to be like, no, let, no, I'll answer the door. OK, but uh, but and like I said, you just got to you just got to work. Away. I always consider the source of people talking about me that never bothered me that much because, you know, what people say about you or what they think about you, they're like, they ain't paying no bills or nothing like that there. So I really didn't, that was really, really irrelevant to me. Um, but like I said, when they see you happy and see you moving on and somebody that cares about you and loves you, you know, they're going to try to interfere with that. And sooner or later, if you, if you stick together and you work together, they're going to realize that, Hey, there's something powerful going on over there. And I just can't seem to, to, to break that armor, you know, of that relationship. And I, and that's what we've been through. Like I said, it's been it's been it's been a lot. Yeah. Uh, but thank God, and I always thank God that he that he brought us through a, a lot of things on the good side. So. Okay. Yeah. All right, ladies, this question is for you. 
I've always been told that the woman needs to be submissive to her man. How many of you can say that you are a submissive wife? Now, this is fine, submissive. No, no. There's only, there's only one definition. There's only one definition. Look it up in the Bible. It's one definition. That's right, Dante. You know what I mean by submissive. So the police, the wife, the wife says she was submissive. Submission. Can I say something first? Can I say something before y'all stop? John, that was a female question. No, uh, no, I just want to say something. I want to hear women got might mess it up. I'm no, I'm gonna let them answer, but no, I'm gonna say this. See, a lot of the things that we learn, we gotta go back and relearn a whole lot of the things that we thought that we knew because a lot of that ain't true. Okay. Alright. Um, I, I would say yes. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. You raised her hand first without any hesitation. Oh, right. go ahead, ma'am. I'm her to tell me. Her definition. Yeah. She is submissive. Yeah. I kind of take a I'm I'm kind of an old soul when it comes to those types of things. And um I don't mind like me submitting to my husband does not make me less than him. It doesn't mean that I'm I'm behind him or, or that he's uh, superior to me. The mission to me, this, this is the understanding that we, that me and my husband, he's gonna hear what I have to say, but ultimately I'm gonna let him have the final say. And as long as he allows me to voice my opinion, voice my thoughts, my concerns, um, I trust that he's going to consider how I feel when he makes that final decision. And whatever it is, whatever the disagreement is, the decision, whatever it is, I trust that as long as he gives me a voice, and he does, that's one thing that I love about my husband. He gives me a voice. He lets me say how I feel. And I have a lot to say. That's just, I mean, as women, we speak way more words than men in one day anyway. But I always have a lot to say. And he allows me the space to say how I feel, speak my mind. And then he's gonna process, you know, and kind of I think art and maybe um, is your name John? I forget your first name, but I think they both touched on this. At the end of the day, just like them, he's gonna process and he's gonna make the decision for the greater good of the family. So with that said, I don't I don't mind being submissive because he doesn't rule me with the iron fist. Okay. You ready to say something, Sharita? Or no, I was just going to tell you, that's a good point. I think I'm submissive as well. I think I think the word submissive a lot of times has been looked at as a, I guess, a negative word per se. So people be hesitant to say that they are. Um, but I would say I am, you know, because I look um, to Sean for a lot of things. Before we, before we do pretty much anything, we have a conversation about it. I get his opinion about it. Um, he, you know, and he finds out what, how I feel about stuff as well. And I, but at the end of the day, more than likely 99% of the time, we're going to do, you know, what it is that he has decided to do because I, I trust them, you know? So, and I think that's the main thing when, when you're married to someone, you're, you're supposed to be able to trust that person. So what's wrong with trusting them and following their lead, you know? And it's funny because, um, 
I've been accused of being brainwashed before. And I'm going to tell y'all that. So, and that, when I, and I just had to laugh. Exactly, Raven. Yeah, and I just had to laugh at that because I'm like, well, why? Because I believe in my husband, you know, and and I trust him and, you know, and I, and, and, and I take his, take his side on stuff, you know? So I just feel like as, as his partner, as his wife, as his friend, you know, that that's the kind of jail we're supposed to have, you know, there shouldn't be any question about it. And if you can't open up yourself to be able to follow the person that you're with, why, why are you even with them? I agree. And, and Raven, I said, I think because after thinking about it and, you know, I am submissive, Raven, if you need I to do. hear that. I am submissive. Like, as long as he, I feel like as long as he follows a higher power, my husband is a man of God. I, I think he, he strives to follow, you know, to be a good person, to be a good Christian, to lead. I trust him to lead the family, to make decisions. We make decisions together, but at the end of the day, I think he, you know, I will like, Submit to him and allow him to make those decisions for you know for everything, but he respects me and respects my opinion too. Like Anita said, so and Candace said, I think it's just kind of like we're able to do things together. But yes, I do follow him. So yeah. do y'all see the following the Lord? Look, as long as he follows the Lord, I will follow. <laughs> that's the key. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, that, that is, that's very, you know, very important. You know, you can't be following no dummies, you know what I mean? Cause you know, you know, you can't follow a dummy or someone who don't know where they're going. You can't follow them. What so, about a sophisticated dummy? Even still, you know, still take you in the toilet. So y'all thought it was one sophisticated and one was a dummy. We take turns. It's like you know, different people on the show got different. Sometimes the guests are the sophisticated dummies. Okay. Okay. All right. But I believe you know, in the marriage, the woman, you know, she's. I like Anita. You know, I'm just old school. You know, in a lot, in a lot of ways. You know, I mean, how I feel and think about things. And I think the man should lead the household. You know, not saying, and like you said, like Candy said, I think a lot of these new age women. When they hear the word submit or submissive, you know, they look at it as a bad thing, you know what I mean? But if and if, if you do look at it as a bad thing, I mean you ain't never been a real man. So you don't understand what it is to be led because you've been with these fools all your life. You know what I mean? So you have to understand that being submissive to to your to your first of all, you need to be submissive to your husband, not your boyfriend. Right. You know. Uh, so you got to be submissive to your husband. So you got to get to that level first to even want to be submissive or be submissive. So being, submitting is not is not a bad thing, you know what I mean? And, and I think you should. But the man, like Anita said, is not, you know, ruling the household with an iron fist. Do as I say or because I said something. So if you make a decision as a man, you need to explain that to your wife and your family. This is why we're doing this. And this is what I feel the outcome is going to be because I'm making this decision type of deal. You know what I mean? You, you know. It's, it, again, it's that effective communication. You know what I mean? I ain't, we ain't going to do this because I said so. We're going to do this because I, I feel like this is the best opportunity for us to to grow or, or move forward or whatever the case may be. So submitting is important. And uh, Sharita struggled with it sometimes, but, you know. How so? She struggled with it sometimes. <laughs> but I wanted, I wanted to also say that for me personally, it's a turn on. You know what I mean? Like, I... I don't mind being led by 
a strong man. And the yeah, key that the street said, Sharita said something key and Dante said something key. He said her husband is a man of God. My husband is a man of God. I know Art is a man of God. I'm pretty sure this gentleman, I don't know him very well, but I'm pretty sure he's a man of God. I think that's key. I don't want to follow a fool. If you're a fool, I'm not submitting to you. But because my husband is a man of wisdom, these men are men of wisdom, it's okay to submit to that and follow that. You, if, if you have a plan and your plan is for the greater good of our marriage and our children and our household and the finances and everything else, then I don't mind submitting to that. If you have some wisdom, I'll submit to wisdom. I'm not, I'm not sub submitting to foolishness. That's, yeah. I'm not doing that. Right. And aside from Anita, Candy, me and Tasha, we've been single moms. So we've had to run the household and depend on ourselves. So when you bring that man into your household, it, you know, you, you, we have to make sure that he is going to do the things that you do. And I think that I feel like I struggle with that kind of letting go completely because I've never been in a situation like being married or having that help and having that support. So I'm just used to being leaning on me. So I had to let that go, you know, gradually let that go. So I, I did struggle at that point. So he, he is right about that. But once I began to trust him and knew that he was able to provide for us and take care of us, I began to kind of easily let go. Or he had to say, listen, I got you. I got you. You don't have, you're not by yourself. You don't have to do this by yourself. And sometimes a woman needs to hear that and not only hear it, we need to see it. Yeah. Hey, Herman. So, so I just seen a question in the, one of the guests said, Chris Marie asked, do, do the husbands submit to their wives? Answer that question, Herman. I believe I, I submit to my wife and it's not in a soft kind of way, but I submit to my wife. Um, I respect her opinion. Um, um, because at the same time, I want to, I want to know how she feels. I want to know, and at the end of the day, it makes it better for me. It makes me be able to sleep at night because if my wife is there upset, um, I'm not going to sleep well. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm asking a question and she gives me her opinion, um, I'm going to take that in real consideration. And I do. Yes, I, sit to, I submit to my wife. So what about you? What do you feel about that? You answer that question. Do I submit to you? I think you do at some point because we 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 work together. Like we have businesses together where we have to communicate with each other. It's it's things that I suggest that you go along with. You know, you some some things you're hesitant about, and some things you you think about it and you realize, hey, this is the, you know the best deal, and I trust her with that. But I say yes at times. You do submit because. God gave God gave us a woman to be our help mate. And she's not our short rib, she's our prime rib. So at the end of the day. Like that. Yeah, I'm dropping some jewels. That, that's just what it is. Mr. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Marie says, are there certain things that you feel your wife makes better decisions than you about? Finances. Yes. Yeah. Money. Money? Not necessarily. No. It, it depends, but yes. It depends, you know, on the situation. Mine make a lot of better decisions than what I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah, I mean, there's there's no way no one person in any relationship can have all the answers or the good 
no. you know, decisions or whatever, you know, sometimes, and like I said, you know, my wife is the calmer side of me and that's what, that's what she does. She, she, she brings me, you know, to that level place, yeah. you know, when, 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 you know, maybe I might take something, you know, too far or see things, you know, in a, in a challenging way. So, um, yeah, most definitely. I mean, she adds a lot to the relationship. That's like he was saying, you probably, you know, I say, I, I, I'll say she's smarter than me, you know, on a lot of things and stuff like that there. But like you said, at the end of the day, you know, when she gives that information, it goes through that as a man, it goes through that filter. Okay. Now that I gathered this information and then what my thought pattern was, I try to put all that together and make a decision as what's going to be best for the family. And at the end of the day, it still looks like, Hey, I'm making that decision, but Jeff, she definitely has a lot of input. And for real, if, I'm sorry. Yeah. But for real, if you actually really step back and really think about it, I'm on a different journey. So, but if you think about it, Who's our first teachers? Even when we're in the womb, who's teaching us? So if you think that you're going to outthink your woman or make better decisions than what she do, then, bro, you already done lost the game. And still think circles around you, man. For real. You can't always remember this. You came out of a woman. A woman didn't come out of a man. Don't ever forget that. Do you do you have some sisters? Who me? Yeah, I got two sisters and I got five daughters. Mm. You know what I mean. So for me, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I grew up in that era where I had an uncle that that thought he was a pimp. You know what I mean. So I got a lot of that, a lot of the teachers, and I grew up in the streets. So a lot of the things. That's why I say a lot of the things that that we learn. We need to go back and rethink a lot of it because for real, for real, without that woman, it wouldn't be no us. You know what I mean? A lot of times a man a man feels as though that he can take charge and be the head of this, but actually for real, for real, you just the head to a degree. So let me ask you that, Sean, with that and... and Hey, Sean is not speaking on behalf of all men in this. Uh... I agree. I agree. Does that, does that mean, I was going to say, Sean, but does that does that make you less of a man because you can acknowledge that your woman is, you know, the one that's balancing you? And Raven said, "Good job, Candy." Actually, no, for real, because I'm stating facts. Every one of every one of these men that's on this screen, and every man out here in the world and in the universe. If anything happened to him, what's the first thing he cried for? His mama. George Floyd. Can you, uh, no, that's real talk. Think about it. Look, yeah, I, I, used to work with guys, I used to work with guys that were married. And when we were asked for an emergency contact, they would put their mama. I said, aren't you married? They put their mama. So, yes. We all come from a woman, <laughs> man. So, you know, me, honestly, that's my rock. For real. When I'm down and I got things on my mind and I really, and she can look at me and tell. Who has no man. You did not say uh -huh. that, Dante. Tell her how. Yes. We heard. <laughs> 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 the 44-year-old version. 
<laughs> Let's focus. Reel it back. Reel it back. I have another question. And this is a very serious question. And um this this I think this will help um people out here um understand how to work together a little bit better. We had one couple that said they've been separated for a period of time. Anybody else have been separated for a period of time and got back together? So Dante and Sharita, um, and you can answer or you can say, I don't want to answer this, but I know you guys were separated for a little period of time. How did you work your way back together to where you are now? Um, it's a process, you know, um, and some days I'm still working, you know, still, still working at it, you know, um, but for the most part, um, I think I had to, and Sharita could say the same thing, you had to take that time for yourself and try to figure out, uh, things for yourself, you know what I mean, what you want to be and what you're going through, whatever you're going through in your life, um, trying to figure it out, you know, for yourself, um, because you got to be a better version of you to be, to be able to, you know, be, be the right person for your, for your mate. So, um, you know, you got to figure out, uh, you know, what's going on with you and, and take that time to really process and, and, and become better for yourself, you know, then in turn, you can be a better husband or friend or whatever the case may be. Okay. Did you all have any therapy involved? Because a lot of times black people don't like to go to therapy. We just Yeah. I told you, I'm on the couch almost every other night. <laughs> you can't have your therapist trying to work out right outside now. therapist. <laughs> not have outside therapy. Yeah, we yeah. talked to our pastor a couple of times. Oh, yeah. That's therapy. Yeah. yeah. Um and I uh you know, one of my things is I avoid conflict at all costs. You know what I mean? I'm not going to argue with you. Um, you know, that's just me. Even even in business, you know, dealing with the people who work for me sometimes, you know what I mean? I just give them the hatchet. I, I, I ain't going to argue with you. I'm not going to, you know, I, I just avoid conflict, you know, and that's not always, you know, good. You know, when I was talking to the past, he said, you know, you, you know, and Sharita tell you I don't talk a lot because sometimes I just don't want to argue or I don't want to offend you or, or, or say the wrong things or without I, I know what I'm thinking or how I'm feeling might hurt your feelings. So I ain't even going to say it, you know what I mean? Again, so that's me avoiding conflict. And that's not always, always good. So, um, you know, working on, hey, just say what you mean and mean what you say type of deal. Because um, a lot of times... Uh, it, it saved face in the long run, you know what I mean? Just by, you know, communicating what you what you need to communicate and how you feel. Yeah. I agree with that. Got anything to add, Sharita? No, I agree. I think um, you and I had a conversation about just um, transparency and, and not, and saying that it's no way that, you know, you could be 100% transparent with anybody. You know, we wouldn't have relationships if people were transparent. But I think just um, taking that time, like you said, to figure out yourself, what you want, what you need, working on yourself, you know, so, yeah. That's some good advice. I, just, I mean, I wanted to bring that up because 
we're talking about all the good parts of marriage. We talk about how we communicate. But what if you do, you know, separate for a minute? How if you love each other and that's strong love? I didn't my my marriage, our separation didn't end in us coming back together. We we got a divorce. Um hindsight, should I have worked on it? A lot of people need to understand how do you humble yourself to work on your marriage and try to come back together? A lot of people, like I said, a lot of black people don't believe in therapy. And sometimes that's one of the main things that you need is outside therapy to help you see in yourself what you're not seeing, what you're made of seeing. And, and a pastor is a therapist in, in a way, you know, that they can see and they can help you if you're a religious person, you have faith, they can help you see what the Bible says about about marriage and then an outside therapist can also help you see in each other what you don't see what you saw in the beginning so i applaud you guys for um loving on each other and finding your way back to each other that's a that's a good thing jp yes sir. yes ma'am any any more questions from you sir i think you made a really good point about the uh counseling that you can get in the different methods that that counseling can come in i would say to people be careful though because sometimes with a pastor you gotta know that that pastor is right there's a lot of wolves in sheep's clothing so you know people have to be careful on who you go to and who you seek counsel from you know because because at the end of the day we're all people you know so i think when you talk about really keeping the marriage together the the trust that art talked about that you build in that vessel for those tough times um the trust that some of the young ladies have spoken of the wives have spoken of because of how they know their husbands lead as men of god you know all of that is uh i think important to remember when you're talking about keeping your relationship together even more so than the counsel that you go to get because the counsel that you go to get may not be as sound as what you all know, you know, innately within yourselves, the love you have for yourself, you know. So that's what I would say. And I applaud uh, the threes, you know, for what they're doing and keeping things together, because that's an example of black love right there. That's important. We don't see a lot of that nowadays. Our kids don't see a lot of black love. Our kids see a lot of dysfunctional families and they just think that's how it's supposed to be. Baby mama, baby daddy. You know, you know, you my bait, you know, and we cool with that. But there needs to be more examples of, of men and women, king and queens that, that keep it together. You know, so our whole families can see that you come together for the family reunions, the funerals, the marriages. Our kids see those positive examples. I think that's what's important. All right. Now, guys, we are. We at an hour and 45 minutes. Did you want to say something, Sean? I want to answer that question at the bottom of the screen. Yes, I'm going to take it out. I want each couple to answer Marie's question. Ooh. What's the advice that the couples can give to us single people who have lost faith? How can you lose faith in something that's universal? Love is universal. You you never lose faith in love. It's you lose faith in people. Mm. Stop putting your faith in people. 
-hmm. and keep your faith in the love. The right person is going to come because you're going to meet that person that's going to love just like you. And, and I, I truly believe that that's where we all make mistakes at. Keep your faith in the love. Stop. Don't don't get too. Because people, people make mistakes. Mm. You know what I mean? People, people are not, people are human. Mm. You know what I mean? We were all born from this energy that we see and we feel. A lot of, for real, you don't even really see it. You just feel it. It's a kinetic energy that we, that we were, that we were born from. And if you continue to believe in that, you'll be good, man. Stop putting your faith in people, man. People will throw you. And sometimes the love that you have for that person, you can get past that mistake. Because you can see, hey, hold on, man. I'm not perfect. He's not perfect. She's not perfect. We all make mistakes. You know what I mean? Some, and I'm going to tell you, a lot of times when you're in a relationship, stop saying what you're not going to do. For real. Or oh, I'm not going to put up with that. Uh, if he do this, I ain't dealing with that. That'd be the very thing that you deal with when you with him. Everything that you say you're not going to do, you deal with it all. And at the end of the day, when you do, that's when you can tell you really love that person. Mm. Mm. For real. I put up with it all. But I'm sorry. I would say... You know, I, I do like what Sean said, you lose faith in people. But I think just loving on yourself. And I think for women, a lot, most women feel that way because, you know, let's be real. All, men don't want to be married a lot because there's so much out there that catch their attention and stuff. So how am I going to narrow this down when there's so many other women out there for them? You know, it's a lot. Oh, it's, it's, it's 20 women to one man. So you're losing faith right there. Like, what is special about me that's going to make me grab this man when there's 19 other women out here that he could choose from? So that's loving on yourself and putting into yourself. Don't Like you like um, Sean said, you, you lose faith in the people that they're going to do that. So I said, just keep the faith. Keep loving yourself. Keep putting into yourself know yourself, learn yourself, and continue to grow as an individual. And that right man will come. Yep. The other thing I say is surround yourself. I knew I always wanted to be a wife, and I always tell a story. What I did was I surrounded myself with other wives to kind of learn how to be a wife, to see how it was. So your energy and who you have in your environment is extremely important. People don't understand. What you attract is what you put out, and what you put out is what you will attract. I'm going to say this, well, a lot of the dudes that I know that's married, I don't want to be like none of them. <laughs> why elaborate? Why, you, why do you say that? Huh? Tell, tell us why you say that. First of all, my thing is, 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 is loyalty, man. Loyalty over everything over everything and when <laughs> when she go in the street i wanted to be able to walk in the street with her head up in there not with her walking around women looking at her 
Oh man, if you think she got something to do, she married to ain't nothing. You know what I mean? Now people gonna run their mouth and talk anyway. Especially if you a hot dude, and I think I always been a hot ticket. You feel me? So you know what I mean? It, it's 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 that's just how that's gonna be. But I think about how she feel when she come home and she got to look at me. You know what I mean? That makes a difference to me. Mm. I, I can't speak for other men, but how she view me makes a difference. I did some things, man, and for real, for real, having to look her in the face and her looking me in my face, I felt horrible. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm like, I don't ever want to have this feeling ever again. Ever again. And that's when I decided to marry. Hold on, no. We've been together 12 years. Come on, sign up. I don't, it won't hurt. It was me. Yo, we living in this house together. Yo, I, if you're not going to be my wife, then I'm moving and we won't leave each other alone. It's just that simple. I got to that point, but I had to grow to that point. Most men don't want to do it. That's what that's what mattered to me when she out in the world and how she feel. So the way I move, that's gonna make the difference. Am I perfect? Nope. Am I trying to get it right? Yep. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Absolutely, absolutely. I would just, I would just say, I would just say on that, on that word, she, she, she said a, a powerful word in her question, and she said giving up on faith, and, and faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yep. So she may not see that relationship right now. She may not see her trust in her faith in a relationship. She may have lost trust with men. Um, you know, through her different relationships, but don't lose that hope. Don't lose that 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 vision that in that belief that there is somebody, you know, that God has for her. Um, that that's basically that's basically all really anybody can say. You know, and if you believe in God, if you don't believe in God, um, believe that that there is somebody you know out there. Um, but a lot of times we have to set that bar and uh, know who we are, know what we want, and don't settle for less than that. And I know that gets hard sometimes, but that's the best thing, that I, best advice I would give. Let me say this. Stop being thirsty and be the drink, man. <laughs> that's all. Stop being thirsty and be the drink. Yeah. Stop looking for them and let them come to you. That's hey. right. That's hey. what hey. Hey, that's I say, a, right? The That's a biblical when principle. The man, when the man find a wife, you know what I mean? The wife don't find the man, the man finds a wife. That's so right. You got, like Sean says, a good point. I mean, he, he, he put it straight up blank, you know, you know, blunt or whatever, but, um, you know. <laughs> he put it. That's some more of that. That's some more of that. That's some more of that pimpology. John, everybody wants you on their show now. You know that, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> myself put that on the shirt. No, for real. Stop being thirsty and be the drink. For real. Yeah. But well, yeah, you gotta uh like like R said, man, you just gotta have faith in God, man, that um it's gonna happen. So if, if that's something you really, really want, and I would say this to anybody, if there's something you marriage or a healthy relationship, something you really, really want, 
then God knows the desire of your heart. So he's going to provide that for you. It may not be when you want it, you know, um, or who you think is in, but he knows the desire of your heart. You just got to, like Art said, have that faith and trust that there's somebody out there that God wants for you, you know? That's real. It'll happen when it's supposed to happen. Right. Because you know? if you're not right, so if you're a person who has lost faith in, certain, in, in love, like she said, why, the, you're not going to be put together with somebody who still has the faith in love because they're, you're not going to be equally yoked. So you actually have to, you know, pretty much once you have yourself together, the powers that be will bring you together with the person you're supposed to be let, at the end of the day. I'm sorry, but let me say this too. You know what? You know why we stay together? Because we was two broken people that help fix each other. Hmm. And that's real. You know, that, that, that ties in my definition of true love, right? Is if you take an apple and you with your two hands, your two bare hands, you just like Samson, you just snatch the apple apart, right? Now the apple has a lot of chunky pieces missing on both sides, but that's still the original apple. And when you put that apple back together, the right pieces, that's that's one whole apple right there. Y'all got an apple over there, Spragley. Well, I do appreciate it. He had to jump up and go to the restroom. So yeah, <laughs> I'll let him know. This is a, a two-hour <laughs> show right here. Yeah, he had to, re he hey, had to release will, a little alcohol. Yeah. Hey, I will say, hey, I will say this too, though, to that person, and this is always important. A lot of times we got to do self-evaluation because and when we get into relationships and we're attracting the wrong men or the wrong women, we might need to stop and look at ourselves and ask us, what do we have to do to prepare ourselves for that ultimate relationship that we're looking for? Because men can see certain things. When, like I said, when I met my wife, you know, I, I seen her as somebody that was beautiful, smart in our communication. And then when I got to know her, then I, you know, I was, you know, invited over and got something to eat and she could cook. <laughs> Back to that food. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm just saying. Things started coming together. That puzzle started coming together. And I'm like, hey, this girl is very well-rounded. You know, she's, she, she grew up in a Christian home. Her, her, her parents are, you know, are in the ministry and stuff like that. And I started looking at all that stuff, you know, her, her family, her mother, her relationship she had with her mother and, and her father. You know, all these things. Men, men look at a lot of those things. And, and they might still go for they still might go for the smash, if I want to say. Yeah. They still might go for the smash, but while they're doing that, they're evaluating whether or not you are that right one or not. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so we always got to work on ourselves and, and be presentable. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and make sure that we're presenting ourselves to the right to the right people. And and I don't want to go too deep in this here, but it's just like a you know if you see a girl out there and she's half naked. You know, and that's all you see at the minute because, you know, God, we see that. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? We might be just going for that. Yeah. Because that's what you presented to us. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking for a marriage or something like that, the guy is, is going to be, you know, why he's like I said, why he's might be trying to get one thing. He's still evaluating that whole situation. To make a determination whether or not that person is going to that person is the right person 
to get in a, in a, in a serious committed relationship with. And so we always got to work on ourselves, work on yourself in the meantime and wait for God to send that person to you. Because like you said, the Bible does say he that findeth the wife, he that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. And so that man to come along, he'll see the he'll see the character and the traits and the, and, and the beauty of who you are as a person and want to spend the rest of the rest of his life with you. Or that will be his intent. From the beginning, hopefully it all works out. But, um, all right. but uh, um, I, um, so the Bible also also said he obtains favor. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I look at my wife. This is my favor because my I believe my prayers get through. But if I do right by her, I believe God is going to bless me even more. That's what I believe. There you go. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. That's when things start getting good. Yeah. When you start doing right, you do right, right follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even to your point, um, Anita told the story earlier about when we first met. Mm-hmm. She said uh, her girlfriend was out there being thirsty. I wasn't attracted to that. Mm-hmm. I went. I I was attracted to the girl that stayed behind that because um, the one that was thirsty. Who else she was being thirsty with? Mm-hmm. Before you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the key. I wasn't looking. Like when, when he and I got together, I was not look, I didn't even want to be in a relationship, you know. And of course, there's a, a backstory with that. I was, you know, getting over some heartbreak and stuff like that. But I didn't even, I wasn't even looking. Like he literally was looking. And so to I, I want to say to the young lady that asked, you know, what what do you do when you give up or you lost hope? Stop looking because it's not even your job as a woman to look from the Bible standpoint. You shouldn't even be looking. It's up to the man to be looking. The man should be out there on the prowl looking. But again, I'm I'm old school, and that's just what I believe. Yeah, I agree. And you guys have given some good knowledge to this young lady, and I'm sure she appreciates that. Um, she, you know, a lot of times you just have to you just have to listen. And I think somebody said, I think Tanya said, be patient. Be patient and try to get to understand. You take that time to get to understand yourself better, because then by the time that man comes along, you'll know exactly if he's the right one. Because you'll know what you need, and you'll be able to see what he's given. That's not what you need. Yeah, and you can just let him go right on by to the next one. Take Sean's advice. Be the electrolyte. <laughs> be the electrolyte. <laughs> Look, I want to thank y'all because look, we had two hours and it was easy. When we get on here and start talking, it just happens. So y'all gave a lot of knowledge. We're gonna continue to use this. We're gonna do some things with this episode that could pop that could probably help some people. Um, so one of the things that uh, for those of you who are listening, Inspire Her is here to inspire women of all ages and men too because we got quite a few men that's listening to us now and us messages and i mean i told them i'm like you know the, the best way to learn about a woman is to listen to women talk so hey we don't mind them listening and this month um is breast cancer awareness and it's also domestic about domestic violence awareness month and we have two episodes coming up, one on October 13th. We're going to have two survivors and we're going to have a doctor to come on and help us understand how we can do 
self-examinations. And we're going to have those ladies tell us how they were able to survive and what they're doing now. Um, join us on October 13th. It's going to be another live. Red and I are liking these lives, guys. We might continue to do Where y'all get that from? Huh? <laughs> what the live idea? We learn, we learn, we learn, we learn from straighten your shirt out. What you need, what you need to be telling the people is to get their merch. They need to get their merch for the show. Do your advertising. You know, sophisticated dummies. Monday nights at seven fifteen. If you like red, we got red shirts. Green shirts, blue shirts, white shirts for the cowboys, for the spragglies. Get your sophisticated dummy so they see you at the Wawa with your sophisticated dummies on. Not at the Wawa. Come on now. <laughs> if we learn from our brothers, we don't have no problem saying we we're, we like to go live because you know we see the sophisticated dummies and some of our other brothers kings can move on going live and it's it's fun. You know we still download our audio to Podbean. So you can listen to it wherever you go. But we're going to start doing a little bit more lives. Now, our breast cancer episode is called You Pick the Wrong Person Cancer. And on October 20th, we're going to have a domestic violence um, episode. And that one is called I, You Can, I'm sorry, um, I Will Not Be Silenced. And we're going to have someone on there that went through domestic violence. And we're going to continue to talk about these things because women need to know that you do not have to be silenced okay so guys listen continue to listen to inspire her we're gonna continue to bring all right all right Woo! i like that baby i like that baby i'm sorry baby. i'm sorry y'all gonna get muted right now all y'all dallas cowboy fans get muted until i finish now you two are you the man cave. <laughs> <laughs> and number one thing is February 24th through the 27th of 2003, Inspire Her is taking 10 women to Hilton Head Island, and we are going to have a retreat. It will be called. Hold on one sec. I'm trying to unmute these. Dallas Cowboy fans. Y'all gonna, no gonna be good? Okay. No. <laughs> no our retreat is called Straighten Your Crown Queen because we are queens, queens. And sometimes, like Crystal Marie, sometimes, sis, you need to come, come on down with us and we'll straighten, help you straighten your crown a little bit. You can, you can hang out with some of those married women or single women and just learn how to be single for a while until that right man comes along. But we're going to have some fun. We're going to, um, Sharita's going to get up and meditate and help you throw all your um, issues into the ocean. We're going to have some ocean time. We're going to have some beach walks. We are going to just have a lot of fun in Hilton Head, South Carolina, guys. And it is beautiful. If you haven't seen the flyer, the house is on the flyer. Hilton Head is going to be a private side of the island. We're going to include everything, your food, your lodging. The only thing you have to do is get here. 
Only thing you have to do is get, and I stay here because I'm just 45 miles up the road. Can't no, men, can't no men come to the resort? Can't no <laughs> men come out there with, with the 10 women out there? You can come. Don't be trying to come at the hotel on the other side of the island somewhere. Y'all can Dante can take y'all golfing. How about that? The whole other side. (laughs) I I chill in the golf club. Why they they golfing? What'd you say, Sean? I chill in the golf club. Why they golfing? I'm chilling. (laughs) Y'all can come, men. Y'all can come, but y'all need to stay on the. I'll take the pictures. Off court. We can't even depend on her for the pictures, yo. I can't take no more pictures, huh? I'll take the pictures. Nah, man, you get all your pictures be feet. <laughs> 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 Anita coming. Anita coming. Okay. Tasha, you coming. Love to have you. Come on, Tasha. Yeah, Tasha, you need to come on. Yeah. Yeah. Candy. We might have to rent that other house next door. Listen, if we get more than 10 women. We're going to start registration on October 15th, so be ready October 15th at 8 o'clock. We got people asking us for details now. So October 15th at 8 o'clock, we're going to open registration. It's $300 deposit, and then you'll see the list of how much the remainder of the um, payments are automatically deposit. It's going to be non-refundable, guys, unless we have to cancel. With all the women that we have now that's requesting, we got a house right next door that we can also rent. So, hey, if we get more than 10, we're willing to take another 10. So We're going to be in the house next door. <laughs> Who? <laughs> no, we're going to be on the other side of the island like they said. Other side of the island. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I appreciate you guys. You have made my night. We truly appreciate you. And thank you, JP, for holding it down for me. Thank you. Thanks, JP, for being my guest host tonight. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, for real. Sophisticated dummies. dummies, That's right. Facebook, 7.15 on Mondays. You can also check us out on Instagram. And check out sophisticated kids because man, them little kids is precious. And you know y'all love the kids. Check <laughs> sophisticated kids out. Hey Herman, bring me that drink, boss. <laughs> on my way. Like inspire <laughs> her on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, wherever we are, guys. We need we we trying to do some big things here. So keep keep us keep us going, okay? Keep liking us. Tell your friends, your family. To like us, we got we got some good things coming. So stay tuned. All right, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night. Go Cowboys. Go yes,
We are here to inspire her. The total woman. Yay.